Wow, this has been another great season. Season two has been wrapped up. It has been packaged up. It has been placed on the shelves next to season one of Real Talk with your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. We will never defund the police on this show, but we will always defend the police. Stand up for what's right. Call out the wrong. Praise the right as it pertains to the great profession of law enforcement. I am having a blast. We have had so many great episodes. I've had so many great guests on season two. It has been my pleasure, my distinguished, my distinct, uh, my distinct pleasure, I should say, uh, all of the D's to go ahead and bring these episodes to you. This show is reaching people outside of this country. I have a small base in Australia, a very small base in uh, Germany. My largest audience are males, okay? I am enjoying this show. It it has been a real great pleasure to serve you. I have 60% uh, listeners on Apple Podcasts. 17% of them share on Spotify. You all and other uh, web-based platforms like Google. So the message is getting out. Again, I am not trying to become famous or rich. I just want to stand up for my honorable profession because there are men and women just like me. Some won't dare get out and speak about it because of the different things that surround them or they're afraid of losing income, their jobs. But I'm not afraid of it. I've been through it already. I've been fired from a job I love due to being a staunch Republican. And I'm happy to say that I'm still there. But it is a great pleasure to help and support my brother on the Democratic ticket for Sheriff of Wake County. Two sides can agree and come together, okay? You have to first put God first, keep your thoughts pure, keep your morals and your ethics pure, and you can work together to reach a common goal. That is what me and candidate Randolph Beatty are doing together. We are reaching a common goal. And I want to tell you about some great episodes that we've had this year. The latest buzzwords, okay, as it pertains to reimagining the police. We've talked about that. I did a series on the uh, latest buzzwords. Then we went and did a series on police accountability task force in the latest buzzwords. Then we did a part uh, two of police accountability. It was so much. We had to get it out. We did a show based on Joe Biden's suggestions that we quit or be fired if we don't get the jab. Do you remember that episode? I did an episode on, yes, it was self-defense, but it could have been avoided. Talking about the Kyle uh, Rittenhouse case as it pertains to the uh, people that were killed at that particular protest. Officer Kim Potter made a fatal mistake uh, when she ultimately killed Dante Wright. We even went ahead and did an episode on honoring the National Law Enforcement Memorial. We talked about ODMP and the National Memorial of Police Officers Fund. We even did Ruse for Thee, not Ruse for Me. You guys remember that one? And then we followed up with Why Should You Be the Next Sheriff of Wake County? And the last episode that I did, and I hope you enjoyed it, it just was released. That episode was 
Oh, really? Now you want to fund the police. We talked about Joe Biden, representative from Missouri, Congresswoman Cori Bush, on her thoughts on uh, defunding the police on her $70,000. Now I know it's greater uh, that she has spent on private security. We talked about all those things within real talk, okay? Uh, and the new episode was entitled, Oh, Really? Now You Want to Fund the Police of Season 3, Okay. But all those different different episodes I just told you, we've made up the framework of season two. And I am very honored. I am very happy. I am very excited to bring season three to you. You do want to continue to stay tuned. You do want to share, like, subscribe, and love. You do want to reach one and teach one. All these things that I talk about in all of my episodes, you want to do all the above because we, as Larry Elder, Elder said, we have a country to save, okay? We have a nation. We have a city. We have a town. We have a state to save. And we're going to do it. Remember this. I am your host on Real Talk, Officer and Tuan Thomas. And you're always listening to me. And I I plan on bringing more great guests on this show. Yeah, you will hear more from Candidate Randolph Baby. I hope to get a debate going on this particular episode before the primaries of May 17th with Wake County candidates, okay? Because you want to be informed. You want to hear what they're saying. You want to hear what they're preaching and spouting, okay? That is what we do on Real Talk. And until we meet again on the next episode, on the next episode, I should say, I always say God bless our country. God bless you. God bless the men and women of our armed forces. And of course, God, please continue to bless the men and women that make up the law enforcement profession. Ukraine, you are in our thoughts and prayers. Season three has begun. Season two just wrapped up. Real talk. Officer and Twan Thomas. Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. Yep, that's me. Listen, as I always state, as I always do, I would like to take this special time to thank and say thank you to each and every one of my listeners. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe and love this podcast along with all of the latest episodes. And of course, if you have not had the opportunity to listen to the last episode titled, Why Should You Be the Next Sheriff? A candid one-on-one interview with candidate Randolph Beatty. You have got to listen to that. As a matter of fact, it was released and it is out As we say, at a store near you, you can find these particular episodes and this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other huge platforms as it pertains to podcasts. I love podcasts. It's a beautiful thing. I spend my spare time, if I'm not reading the Word of God, of course, if I'm not doing something that is pertaining, uh, that is educational and things, uh, or running errands or with family, friends. Uh, I or working, I am listening to podcasts when I'm driving. Sometimes I put away the music and I listen to different podcast shows. Not only mine, okay, I'm not being uh, biased or uh, secluded or 
uh, as we like to say, conceited. No, I listen to all types of podcast shows. The Daily Wire crew are some of my favorites. I have the perfect show for you today as he, as we launch the first um, episode of the third season. Okay, of the third season. I've got to admit to you that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this will be the first episode. And, and I got to go back and make some quick corrections um, as it pertains to um, the live I did. I told you that that was going to be the last episode, um, the one I, that we're currently doing. But I, I actually lied to you, and I'm sorry. That Why should you be the next year if that was the last episode as it pertained to season two? This will be the first episode of season three, and the title is, Oh, Really? Now You Want to Fund the Police. Who am I talking about? Joe Biden. If you didn't have the opportunity yet to listen to that State of the Union, I, I mean, I, oh, I'm sorry, the State of lies union that's what i call it go back and listen if you can recall uh just last year even in the year of 2020 defund the police was a big deal and biden himself stated that he wanted to see reform and he wanted to see things uh, defunded as it pertains to the police you heard it well march the 1st 2022 stated at the state of lies and union joe biden stated it was now time to fund the police and all the democrats got up and as they did. I've never seen that much clapping and standing up at a state of the union than I've ever seen at this one because why? It's fabricated. It's not true. It's not real. And they're not on the same page, but they want to give this man credit. Nancy Pelosi, I've never seen her smile so much. Uh, even with her dentures almost coming loose with the polygrip and all, she still managed to get that smile. And now Kamala Harris, on the other hand, she looks very serious and poised and I think one time Kamala Harris called uh, Nancy looking over at her. <laughs> now, I got to admit, Kamala, because I know you're listening to my podcast. A couple times, uh, from what I gathered and I studied, Nancy wasn't looking at you. She was looking at the other members of the audience, but you thought she was riding your dome. But it did it did kind of feel like she was watching you the whole time, but she wasn't. So I'll leave it there. But look, I want to digress and move back into what I have to share with you. This is the first episode of the third season. I'm very thankful to have this platform and to be able to bring this uh, show to you. But if you have not had the opportunity again to listen to um, these particular shows within length that I talked about, why should you be the next sheriff, uh, rules for thee, not rules for me, all the episodes of season two, go back. It will behoove you. You will enjoy it. You got to do it. But heck, if you read the model of my show, which you already know how we feel about things here on uh, Real Talk, then you already know what I'm about to say to you, okay? As I stated in the opening trailer of this show, we would never, I'll even add, ever defund the police. But we will defend the police on this show. Now, I can't speak for other shows, but on this show, we will defend the police. We will fund the police. And with that being said, I will call out the wrong and praise the good. You already know that as it pertains to law enforcement profession, as it pertains to the bad actors, the good actors of law enforcement, the police officers I'm talking about, men and women who wear the uniform, as I always say, done the badge. And I have proven that to you already because I've done shows like Kim Potter. I, I, I talked about the fatal mistake that she made. I've, I've talked about uh, different uh, other situations as it pertains to law enforcement and where we've made errors. And I'm going to continue to talk about it. When things arise, I'm going to continue to spread the message. But we have to look at the true meanings and the real meanings of what the left and other people who, what I call cop haters, are spouting. 
they still to this day want to defund the police. But I want to dive right into the reason why we're here on this show, why we're listening to the show. See, if you watch the State of the Union address, as I stated, the State of Lies address, then you heard Joe Biden say during his speech at the end of it, let's defend, let's defend the police, not defund the police. You heard him say it. Lies. All lies. As it pertains to the Ukrainians, lies. Gas prices, lies. Inflation, lies. Build back better, lies. But I'm not here to, to dissect his speech. But I am here to dissect the statement that he made. Fund the police. Now, if I can recall, wasn't Joe riding on the propaganda train telling everyone that the police needed to be defunded back in 2020? Was that him saying that? Am I right? Wrong? Indifferent? See, here's the deal here. Let me just tell the deal. And Joe stole that from me. This is the deal. This is the real deal. Joe Biden has been the politician that he is and always have been. Okay? And always has been. He has attempted to uh, word his defunding the reforming and, and reforming the police in a subtle way, in a different way. Why? Because his campaign staff members, his staff, his cabinet said, look now, Joe, you got to be careful what you're saying defunding the police as the, um, we say, the top cop, okay, uh, uh, the top enforcer and, and advocator for the United States of America, Joe. Remember, he cannot go too far with his statements with funding the police. Because if he does so, he's leaving his party behind and he's leaving the phrase behind that they spotted defunding the police. So he definitely cannot make the squad mad, people that make up AOC, those representatives. Uh, of course, you know Alexandria Cortez out there in New York. Don't forget, they're still all over him about the Green New Deal. Okay, that hasn't subsided. It just went away for a few minutes. Even though that's a little bit null and void, it is still on the brinks of AOC's platform. And you better believe AOC is not going to let him forget. Now, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be playing a few sound bites. I want you to listen very closely to uh, Biden when he spoke um, back at a town hall uh, with Lester Holt, if you can recall that, and, and, and believe it was in Miami, Florida, if I'm not mistaken. I watched it. It was horrible, but he wasn't the president at the time, obviously. But be sure to focus and listen on the angry on the angry tone that he gives, as he always does. He's always willing to scorn us and not scorn himself. It goes back to what I stated, roots for thee, not roots for me. But I'm going to play a soundbite. When I get done with that soundbite, we're going to move into uh, the State of Union lies. And you'll hear him, if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to him, you will hear him talk about funding the police. So what I want to do now, I want to move right into allowing you to hear what this man, Joe Biden, stated. Now listen to this. Increasing police budgets. When your husband goes on a call that, in fact, is a 911 call, it's better if he or she has with them a psychologist or psychiatrist with them, someone who knows how to deal with someone who is not all there. And so there's a lot of things we should be doing. In addition to that, I also proposing that we spend a significantly more money on community policing. The reason this is his version. I used to be an attorney general in the state of Delaware. The idea is you get the police. He's always bringing his family into the matter. With the community so they know one another. Because that kid walking across the street with the hoodie on may be the next Paul Warrior. It doesn't mean that child is going to be in trouble. 
Did he forget about Trayvon Martin? Who was killed by Zimmerman, who has been a vigilante? Now listen to the beginning of this. Now listen to the beginning of this. Oh, Joe, listen to the beginning of this. You got to hear it. He hasn't done it yet. You heard it there. Now you say, well, I didn't hear any, any, any bad things about what he was saying. Yeah, all this was a bunch of fluff. He was basically, as I stated before, is trying to reframe his wording as it pertains to, to, to the police. He's talking about bringing the community together. He's talking about uh, adding community policing. Joe doesn't know what the police uh, and the law enforcement uh, profession needs because most agency, if not all, has some type of community policing already um, embedded into their uh, mission. And at the end of the day, Joe is out here uh, speaking on uh, the platform he knows nothing about. Now, if he wants to help us out, how about you do your job and promote the police? Don't tear us down. This is still part of the framework of tearing us down. He believes we need reforming, and I do believe that as well in some aspects, but he totally believes the police department needs to be torn down and rebuilt. And he, again, doesn't know how that looks because he's never stepped foot in the uniform, never stepped foot in the boots, never stepped foot in the patrol car, never stepped foot in the police department, never stepped foot in the trainings that we go through uh, annually. So this is all a bunch of fluff. But what I want to do now is move on to when he spoke at the State of Union, uh, again, the State of Lies address, and he talked about now. Now, remember, uh, before I move into that, you didn't hear anything about more funding to the police. It was all restructuring, tearing down, building back. Part of his build back better. We'll add that. Part of the build back America plan. Okay, he wants to tear the police departments down and and the profession of law enforcement and build it back. But I want you to listen to Joe. Did you hear the anger, the tone of his voice? Some may say no. It was the compassion. No, it wasn't. No compassion in that. But I want you to hear his state of the union of lies. Okay, and listen to this man as he spouts what he wants to do as it pertains to funding the police. I know what works. Investigating crime prevention and community policing. Cops who walk the beat, who know the neighborhood, and who can restore trust and safety. Let's not abandon our streets or choose between safety and equal justice. Let's come together and protect our communities, restore trust, and hold law enforcement accountable. That's why the Justice Department hold law enforcement accountable. Ban choke calls and restricted no-knocks warrants for its officers. That's why the American Rescue Plan that you all provided three hundred fifty billion dollars. America Rescue, cities, yeah. States and counties. Can Most of that money went over to what? Overseas. Invest in more proven strategies. Proven strategies like. Strategies like community violence interruption, trusted messengers, breaking the cycle of violence and trauma, giving young people some hope. <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Yeah, Joe. That's what Joe wants to do. That's part of the funding the police. And of course, Nancy was right there standing up, the first to stand up. Because guess what? She believes that Joe is doing an awesome job. Well, look, 
at the State of Lies address back on March the 1st, like I got stated this year, I just had to laugh because uh, Democrat congressman, and we know uh, if you watch and pay attention, uh, James Clyburn, okay, he, he is very influential and he's an influencer in the Democratic Party. He didn't really like uh, what Joe had to say. As a matter of fact, the camera was panned on him, and uh, he was looking the other way. He had another choice but to clap. And, and and the funniest thing was he did not agree with his statements. It was very obvious uh, he was not happy with uh, Joe's uh, statements. Matter of fact, his face said it all. He pretty much was thinking if I could get into his mind. Hey, Joe, hey, Joe, hey, Joe, wait a minute now. You didn't give me the heads up on that one now. You didn't tell me. You were changing your mind on this defunding the police deal. Now, when when did you when did you do that? Now you didn't you didn't let us know, and that's how he looked. But the last one that I want to mention to you, this is something you've got to hear. And if you know anything about this woman I'm about to mention to you, let me know how she made it into office. Well, I do know she was uh, uh, using the platform of racism, uh, justice reform, health care reform. Mostly as it relates to defunding the police, of course. Uh, this woman is part of the Joe's cronies, as I like to call her, who's preaching this terrible idea of defunding the police. And if you don't remember who that is, I'm going to help you remember that she is, okay, a congresswoman, a black congresswoman at that from Missouri. And I watched some of her campaign platform and some of her um, campaigning videos. It was horrible. She was pr praying on the black community, as always. Uh, Cory Bush. The congresswoman out of Missouri, and and she goes on the uh, defense as she was rebuked. Again, she's part of the defunding the police movement. It's one of her biggest platforms as of today, and and she was rebuked for spending over seventy thousand dollars on private security, and, and and after she is spouting the reason why she did this, and you're gonna hear uh, she was interviewed, okay, and she said the reason why she did it was because her life was uh, had been threatened. And, and, and from her words, not mine, she says, yes, we have to do this. We have to, got to do this. The police need to be totally defunded. I do have security. And she's ratchet and ghetto with it. You, If you want to go play the YouTube clip, watch her hand movements, her face, and neck. My life has been threatened. I don't care if you don't like it, she said. Even if I uh, end up paying $200. Then she said $200,000. Or even if I spend $10 more than uh, dollars on it. You know what? You know what? She said, she said, suck it up. Cause I get to be here to do the work. That's how she said it. And defunding the police has to happen. And we need to defund the police. Let's put that money into social safety net. That's what she stated. Now look, let's face it. If she really felt this way, uh, you would think if her life's threatened, she would look more into things and she would say, you know what, we need to defend the police we need to find funding with more right in her own city okay um st louis missouri we need to go and be able to uh promote uplift the police community okay that's what we should be doing but no her her mentality we're gonna tear it down and we're gonna get it back up now um some of the hosts on cbs cbsn which i don't watch um did a live interview with her and she's looks like the 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 capital US capitals behind her. Matter of fact, I even see a, a police officer standing back there in the cup. But again, let's defund the police. But who does she have protecting her? And I'm gonna dive more into that in a moment, speaking about the Secret Service and Capitol Police officers protecting all these crunkers, men and women who are saying to fund the police. But you'll hear from her and I want y'all, I'm gonna shut up and let you hear it. Let you go. Let me ask you a question. 
ask you about something else um, aside from the moratorium. Uh, you faced some criticism in recent weeks over your push to uh, defund the police. Um, the campaign records show that you spent roughly $70,000 on, on private security, and some critics say um, that move is hypocritical. Um, what's your response to those critics? They would rather I die? You would rather me die? Is that what you want to see? You want to see me die? You know, because that could be the alternative. So either I spend $70,000 on private security over the last few months, and I'm here standing with, here standing now and able to speak, able to help save 11 million people from being evicted, or I could possibly have a death attempt on my life. And we're also talking about the same exact people who say horrible things about me, who lie to get to, to build up their base. And then because they lie about me, oh, she's I pointing. receive death threats. Now, they don't address the fact that she's I about to get really emotional here now. Listen, they go on air and say horrible things about me. But then they want to say, oh, but she wants she needs private security. I have private security because my body is worth being on this Her planet body. Right now. I have private security because they, the white supremacist, racist narrative that they drive into this country, the fact that they don't care that this black woman that has who put is her they? life on the line, they can't match my energy, first of all. This black woman who's who, who puts her life on the line, they don't care that my that I could be taken out of here. They actually probably are okay with that. But this is the thing. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life. And I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up. And defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets because we're trying to save lives. What other... What other occupation can do work that's out of their scope huh? and still be propped up to do work that's out of their scope? Do work As a nurse, out I of can't our be scope. The surgeon too. You don't want me being your surgeon and I'm the nurse. At what point that do we pay sense. police to be social workers? No, we don't. How do they get to be social workers? So what I'm saying is you do your job. Let the people who, are, who um, have gone to school with a particular skill set do theirs. Neither defunding the police and being able to she have lost security. It. She lost me. Because, because those same folks We're talking about her personal security. Totally $70,000. Smacking her teeth. Her lips. Who have threatened my life? Tell me about that. Tell me tell me that I don't need security. And, 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 I, and, and, and let me just say this last thing. Oh. I thought she was done. My security is not against communal violence. My security is not to keep me safe from the people of St. Louis. My security is to keep me safe from those racist attempts made against my life. Now, if you want to do something about that, stand up and do something about that. I didn't see any of those people that have come against me with this negativity, with these lies, with these smears, stand up when they saw the N-word, when they saw uh, me post stuff about me being hung. The threats on my life, hanging me and burning me, frying me in my nails. family like bacon. That's they didn't say anything about that. And that was just a piece of what I received all the time. But you know what? I take that and I walk with my head up and my shoulders back because I know mm. I'm doing the work for the wow. people. I'm on the right side 
side of history. And if they want, they can come and meet me to my face. You come and meet me to, you come and stand on these steps and fight for the people this way. You show up and fight for the people the way that I have. You put your body on the line the way that I put my body on the line. And until you can do that, I suggest you take several seats. Mm. Congresswoman, have you had now listen to this. threaten you? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've been doing, I've been in this fight for wow. seven years. I'm a Ferguson activist. That happened to us. Did you hear that? I know I probably over-talked that. The news anchor, the female asked, has she had police officers threaten her life? And she stated, yes. She's been doing this work here in uh, that area of St. Louis. I don't buy the first one. Don't know any police. First of all, they will be reprimanded, fired, and let go when found out that they have done such a thing. I would like her to provide proof on that. But did you hear the anger in her voice? And you got to watch the video to see her body movements or body gestures. But you heard what she said. Her platform is, is all built on racism. And, and I want to talk about who is they. Who are you referring to? They. She never said who they were. And my question always when somebody says they, those, them, who are you referring to? Call it out. Say it. You've already made a statement. You told them to meet you in, in, the, in your face. So you've already challenged them. Whether, whether you're looking to have a physical altercation, verbal, you've told them to come meet you at the steps and come do the work, whatever that means. Racism, defunding the police, decriminalizing laws, justice reform, boosting up the health care system. This is how she won her election. And she did this immediately going into office. She introduced a federal bill to decriminalize uh, drug possession. And she replaced it with, you guessed, health-centered approach. Can you believe that? So she's a part of the uh, makeup and she's part of the push to decriminalize uh, laws. And so that means that your families, your grandmothers, grandfathers, aunt, uncles, brothers, sisters, father, and mothers are in harm's way right there in Missouri, uh, but all over the country as it pertains to federal law. And I don't know, I'll, I'll be looking it up more to see how well or not well this is going into uh, the, uh, um, how it's moving in the Senate, okay? Uh, and through Congress, I'll be following that to see if it even makes it out of Congress and then over the Senate, I'm going to be checking, but I hope that no uh, people when their right minds will jump on this bandwagon, but this has been pushed all across the nation. I can say that right here locally uh, in different parts of the cities here in, in North Carolina as it pertains to decriminalizing uh, different crimes, and we don't need to do that. It's called a crime for a reason. Now, the last time I checked, I want to do a, do a quick rebuttal. Last time I checked, okay, most, if not all, politicians all the way up to the president receive unwarranted death threats all the time. And it is looked at by Secret Service, of course, for the president, Capitol Police, as it pertains to the Senate and Congress members, uh, as it pertains to local uh, and state. These matters are looked into. And unfortunately, it's part of the job. I just got to say it. And no way am I condoning these actions when you, you receive racist uh, comments or death threats. I'm not condoning that. But like you said, Corey, Corey said it herself. She said, suck it up. Isn't that what she said? So my uh, rebuttal to you is suck it up. And her rebuttal in defense is very weak. You heard it. I didn't make it up. I didn't uh, misquote. You heard her say it. And I hope, again, you heard the emotion and the anger in her tone, okay? Because my question, again, is going to go back to who are you speaking about they? Who are you referencing? 
Okay, who are you trying to go ahead and call out because you hadn't called them out? But that is part of her reasoning for spending over $70,000 on her private security. And she threw a jab in there and tried to lead throw a punch in there saying, and my security is not part of this uh, movement as, as it pertains to uh, the unjust of police officers. These are good police officers. They don't make mistakes. They don't do anything wrong. They just here to protect my body. You heard her say it. My body. Oh, my Lord. What's up with these people? My body, my choice. <laughs> But as the old adage goes, you cannot have your cake and do what? Eat it too. You just can't do it. It's not possible. Now, everyone has seen that it's 100% impossible to defund the police. You see that. I always stated that if you truly mean that you want to defend, uh, defund the police, let's get rid of your secret service details, Joe and Kamala. Let's remove the Capitol Police from the hallways of Congress, okay? Uh, Cory Bush, Nancy Pelosi, AOC. The defund the police representatives don't need security, in my opinion. This is part of the defunding the police. You don't need it either. If the local cities, towns, states can't have it, guess what? You can't have it either. Then when we could see how the fake insurrection would have looked if we would have defunded the Capitol Police. They would have not been able to patrol and protect those streets. That's what we should have done, in my opinion. We should have done it, and with no questions asked, we should have said, okay, uh, yeah, you want to defund the police. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get rid of security for all. And let's see how you're able to manage. Let's see how you're able to take this thing to a high level. Let's see. Can you can you do the karate? Okay. Let's see because, oh, what we call it, taekwondo or kung fu. Cha -cha. You know, use those tactics on a serious note. Don't use police as a pun as I often state, if you want to get rid of us, let's get rid of us totally. Ruse for thee, not ruse for me. That is part of, and I'm sure I'll be spouting and preaching and saying that for many more episodes to come because it's so befitting. Now you heard from Joe Biden, you heard from Cory Bush, and we can be here all day listening to sound bites from all these different um, congressmen and women and senators who preach this false, excuse me, this false narrative of defunding the police. It's got to be spoken about. We've got to get it out. We've got to preach. We've got to tell people that guess what? It is part of the makeup and it's got to be done. If that's what you really want to do. She said it. It's got to be done. It's got to happen. Well, I'm here to tell you, Cory Bush, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, uh, James Clyburn, AOC, what's her name, Il Muhammad, uh, something like that. You know who I'm talking about. Talking about you, okay? We're talking about all the folks that make up the leftist agenda as it pertains to defunding the police. We're going to do it. If you really want to do it, let's do it. As we say, don't talk about it. Let's be about it. But if you're going to do it, let's get rid of security for all. But this is the title of today's show. Oh, really? Now you want to fund the police. And it all started at Joe Biden's level. And he said it at the State of Union Lies. Or the State of Lies Union. However you want to look at it. It was all fabricated. But I have news for y'all that it ain't happening. Now, we're getting ready to run up on a break, but I will say this. When I come back, 
we're going to dive right into a few fleeting moments left. And I want to talk about this purge. And, and I believe that we should throw a purge day in there, purge week, month. And let's see how things um, are protected. Let's see how things go. Let's see if businesses will be protected, people's lives. Let's have a day of purge. Let's let the police lock ourselves in our homes, okay? Uh, put our cars in the in the garage and lock them away or take them to the police precinct, keep them locked away so that the intruders or the uh, people that's going to be out purging won't be able to damage them, okay? And let's just sit back and let's uh, put a Ford, a fort around our homes and let's sit back and watch and watch the madness take place. And let's see if you really want to defund the police. Let's do that. I think that's great. We'll get ready to go on break, but as you know, you are watching or you're listening to, and you will be watching at some point, Real Talk. I am your host, Officer and Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Real Talk, the first episode of season number three. Titled, Oh Really? Now You Want to Fund the Police. Thank you for coming back. We're almost out of here, and some of you may already be at your destinations. Or again, you may be on that favorite couch or that lazy boy you like to uh, go ahead and lay on and sit on and, and enjoy my podcast. And I'm glad you're doing it. But I have some more statements because you got to talk about things when they're right. You got to say, well, Antoine, you were right on this, okay? You've heard me state it previously and before. Forget about reimagining the police. You remember I did an episode on reimagining the police? And what did I state? We can never reimagine the police, but let's go ahead and imagine a world without police. Let's do that. Can you imagine a world without police? Now, I'll be the first to tell you that this would be more than just a day of purge if we were to let that happen. Could you even think about cities like Chicago, Memphis, L.A., cities that have a high crime rate? I'll do you even better. I'll bring it right home to North Carolina where I'm located in a city not far away, Durham, which is riddled with crime. Those are like homicides, robberies. Crime is at an all-time high all over the country. If police were not around, you would not even be able to go to sleep peacefully without an intruder breaking in. Matter of fact, you'll be sleeping at your doorsteps with a shotgun, AR-15, a Glock, a handgun, whatever. But purge would be a way of life if policing was not the standard in America. And that's facts. Just straight facts. At the end of the day. Now, I know that the movie Purge, we know, is based on fiction. It was just a Hollywood movie. But this could really take place. It could really happen. You got to understand this. Purging could really happen. Hey, look, I'm just stating the obvious. Let's see a day of Purge. Let's see what that looks like. My question to you is, is this really what you want to see? I sure don't. I don't want to see a day of Purge. But if you want to defund the police and get rid of us, this is what it's going to look like. Let's bring it on. Let's do it. I'll be the first to admit that there are bad actors infiltrating uh, our respected profession as it pertains to law enforcement. But that does not reflect the majority of us. There will always, as you know, be a small and, and there'll be very small pockets of people who are immoral, who are unethical who are disturbed employees throughout all professions, throughout all professions, including law enforcement. Unfortunately, you cannot prevent it. It is, it is in the, as I say, in the inevitable that it will happen because that's a part of life. That's a part of the way things go. I am all for restructuring and redirecting the training as it pertains to 
the law enforcement community. Okay, I'm all for it. Sure, we can use more tactical ground defense training, especially for those who are really afraid of doing their job, who are really afraid of physical altercations. No one volunteers in any profession, especially the one in law enforcement, to get hurt. Okay, in the law enforcement community, we don't sign up. There's no papers that says, hey, sign here on a dotted line. It is a possibility that you may get hurt. You may have a broken hand. You may have a broken wrist. You may have a broken leg. You may have black eyes from a fight due to a physical altercation. That is a bunch of crock. I don't buy it. It's not in it. And there's no way. Okay. And no, the death of George Floyd did not create this space for defunding and reforming the police. This was always a discussion amongst the legislators on the left. You got to understand this. They've always wanted to defund this. They've always wanted to find ways to reallocate funds and money to the police departments, okay? Even to the federal departments. We can do better with decreasing police-involved shootings where some are, and, and we've noticed that uh, altercations that did involve, okay? Some are, and we have noticed that they did involve unarmed suspects being shot and killed by police. But this is not happening every time a police officer encounters a person, i.e. a black male. It's not happening all the time. The left is spouting it, but it does not happen on a daily basis. But we cannot dismiss the big picture here. Before the police showed up, before we recall, a crime had been committed or was about to be committed, or uh, things were getting escalated, and they figured whoever the 911 caller was that they needed a police presence. Because we are, uh, Corey Bush, believe it or not, we are social workers, okay? We are marriage counselors. We are uh, mentors. We are uh, the people that come in and separate the right from the wrong. That is what we do. Do you hear the passion in my voice? I'm passionate about it, and I'll never stop preaching, teaching it. It is a profession that is respected, and we demand to be respected. Defunding the police does not need to happen, and it's not going to happen. We will always fund the police here on this show. And I digress. As I always state, we as police officers are not just riding through communities, okay, with our, with our eyes closed and stopping at a random location and saying, okay, 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 let me stop my vehicle. Eyes are still closed. This is the people. This is the house that I come to harass. It doesn't happen in police work. I've never seen it. Don't think I'll ever see it. That's not the way we police, not the way we think. And there's something that says, any, mini, mighty, mo, catch a tiger by its toe. Uh, you know how it goes, that type of stuff. We don't make those types of uh, phrases and go out and uh, harm and harass people at a house. Any, mini, mighty, mo, this is the house. No, this does not happen in law enforcement. It is nothing more than a fairy tale. Okay, let's be realistic. When police are called to the scene, the person, again, who has called believes that things are chaotic. They are unmanageable. So they need the police officers there to intervene in order to protect and save lives and property. That is the reality of what police officers, and that's what we do day in and day out. Okay, so let's stop the witch hunts. Let's stop the political games that we're playing. And let's get back to saving lives, protecting our communities, making our streets safe. Okay, we are professionals. Unlike what Corey Bush stated, we are going into avenues and out of our scope. If she was a nurse, would you want her to be the surgeon too? That is not related, and you cannot equate that to what is going on in law enforcement. We wear many hats, and everybody knows it. Why? Because I stated before in the previous episode, people call us because there's a dog running at large. People call us because their neighbors refuse to cut down the uh, uh, trees or the branches that's fallen over into their uh, particular yard. People call us because, guess what, they can't get into their homes. People call us because their kids are not uh, waking up and they're still laying in bed, not going to school. People call us when the husband is cheating. People call us when the husband is acting up social work so don't give me that 
We're a bunch of professionals, and we know how to do the job. In fact, we do the job very well, despite what the media, the left, is saying. So let us do the job without interruptions, please. As I state, this is my quote. You're willing to steal it. You can, and you're welcome to steal it. A world without police is a world of violence. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. A world without police is a world of violence. And I'm going to leave it there. I'm done. I'm done. I said all I could say today. Listen, I have really enjoyed bringing this particular episode to you, as I always state. As I always say, reach one, teach one. Please stay tuned for the next episode of Real Talk with your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. And I have some great shows coming to you. As I say, I never have to um, pick my brain, never have to sit there and stare at a mirror have to stare at the TV to come up with ideas and, and, and planning and different titles because uh, guess what? The media, the president, and people on the left give me material. I don't have to worry about doing it. It comes to me because of the things they do and say, okay? And I have uh, all types of things to talk about on this show, and I'm going to continue to spread that message. Now, season three, which is what we just embarked upon, I'm going to be doing some more live interviews with Randolph Beatty, okay? Candidate Randolph Beatty for Wake County Sheriff, okay? 2022. Primaries, May 17th, November the 8th, will be the general election, and we will be unseating, unseating the current chair, that is Gerald Baker, and that seat will be filled by Randolph Beatty. But as I always say, God bless you, God bless our country, God bless the men and women in law enforcement, and I want to add this again, God bless Ukraine. And until next time, until the next episode, Stay tuned.